Shaw 24, the people pushing the limits of audio culture. Kyoka is a Japanese experimental artist living in Berlin who takes sound recordings to wonderful places. She is Yuri Suzuki's audience choice. Kyoka, congratulations. How does uh, winning the Audience Choice Award feel? Thank you so much. I'm so happy about that. How did it feel to be chosen by Yuri Suzuki? I knew him for a long time already, but I did not know he knew me. So it was a good surprise for me. So I feel a bit special and nice about this. You are very special, uh, but for, but for those of you uh, who don't know the kind of music that you make, how would you describe yourself? Mm, I think my music is kind of experimental, but still yet danceable, broken beats with a little bit pop element. If you could tell somebody one song to listen to that represented you as an artist, wh- which song would you choose? I think uh, Hardu. This was kind of first hit song. Yes. I thought maybe it's time to make something gorgeous because I have never made the gorgeous song. I tend to make darker song. Mm. But to make gorgeous song, I just put file names, like every gorgeous keyword. Mm-hmm. And uh, I try to force me to make something gorgeous as possible. And uh, actually people like this. I really enjoy this refreshing test for myself. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, did you always want to be a musician? Did your parents encourage you to do music? No, they did. They never encouraged me to be a musician. What did they want you to do? They said music is great as hobby, but not so not for the occupation. But already around three years old, I said to my father, "I want to be a musician," and he told me it's not good idea. But for hobby, they encouraged me. So they gave me piano lesson, and I really enjoy piano sound. And also he, they gave me like shamisen, Japanese banjo lesson, and also flute. Yeah, I really enjoy to play instruments. And also my father used to have like audio equipment. Sometimes it's got broken, and he really liked to have the new kind of new products. So I can get old products from him. Then sometimes I can open inside of the equipment and I could learn how they works. Mm-hmm. So can you tell me, can you take me back to a uh, young Kaoka and what, what were some of the, um, the first songs that you played maybe on the piano or the first songs that inspired you? I think around three years old, a lot of things happened to me. And one day I was playing piano just for fun. 
and it sounded like song. So I was just keep playing because it was very fun. And uh, my parents find out that and they gave me piano lesson. Also, because of the piano lesson, I had chance to hear piano playing at the concert hall a lot. And I really started to enjoy the combination between space and sound and some reverb left over. It's still affecting my music. Also at my elementary school, my musical teacher let me listen to the binar of classical composers and most of the classic music I got goosebumps. Tell me a little bit about playing the shamisen. Were there traditional songs that you were playing or was it devotional music or what, what did it sound like and how did it feel for you? Shamisen is a very kind of dialect for the energy of my body, like only with uh, one hit, like to, it's just immediately straight, straightly coming to my body and uh, excite mm. me. And uh, Shamisen has only three strings and uh, it's very kind of simple and minimal but they have a lot of different expression of the sound and they are kind of playing that and I really enjoy that. Actually yesterday I was again listening some Shamisen playing songs and I could realize this is very modern so I felt like what's the difference between techno <laughs> for example <laughs> it's kind of dance music can you talk to me um, about how you started experimenting with field recordings and what are your favorite kind of field recordings I enjoy to record water sound and also edit it. Nowadays I very enjoy to control the pitch of water sound and uh, I found water is an interesting material to make sing. So another thing is because it's water, I want to hear the water sound feeling like as I'm inside of water. So because of that, I try to record them with binaural tool. And it's very fun. Where are you going? Is it a, a river? Is it a tap? Where, where, do you, where do you find the sound? 
Usually I take that in river or lake. Each river has different speed and different temperature. So it's they're automatically changing the sound. So I enjoy to record that difference. And which river has your favorite sound? <laughs> uh, nowadays what I enjoy was the temple in Kyoto. One is just like power pond, small lake, and the other is uh, traditional installation. And water once go to underground, and they put pipe into underground. And from the pipe, we can hear the sound of underground of water. So can you tell me a bit about your process? So once you have gathered your field recordings, you will loop this or will you use it as a sample? What do you do with that once you've gathered it? Mm, usually I try to focus on the material itself, but mm, I focus more on EQing, EQ and pitch. And maybe after, if I want to make beats or something with that, I start to connect to um, some MIDI sequence equipment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but basically what I focus on is EQ and pitch because I want to control the position in a space of the material sound. And for example, when you think about the ambulance sounds like Doppler effect, mm. I often try to make use the Doppler, Doppler effect for my music. And, and can you give, tell me um, a recording from another field recorder um, that you love or that you find very beautiful? I think uh, Yoshi Horikawa. Now he's my friend, but actually before I knew him as a friend, I liked his music. And uh, I think... His way of using field recording sound is very much kind of well, well composed in the music. Most of my field recording materials is not possible to recognize as a field recording anymore. Mm -hmm. And I really like that because only the texture I use. Okay. Yeah, but his way is just make kind of music with the field recording like natural beats or atmosphere and uh, it's very big impact what, what do you recommend that I listen to? Intro of uh, bubbles I think it's a ping pong ball sound Letters is he recorded so uh, like sound. Someone is writing letter on the desk with pencil. It's simple idea, but it sounds brilliant. Mm -hmm. 
tell me, I just want to talk a little bit about what Tokyo sounds like. I think Tokyo sounds like a mid-high frequency for me, not so much low. I think, with my impression, a lot of houses are made by wood, so maybe they observe some parts of the frequency, I feel. So it's kind of soft. When I was speaking to Yuri Suzuki, he was giving me some、uh, good and bad examples of sound design. In, in Tokyo, and I wondered if you had any examples of good or bad sound design in Tokyo.、Uh, good and bad of sound design. I think Japanese sound design t e n d to have very clean and beautiful, very professional. So it's kind of sophisticated. Yes. But、uh, lack of wildness. So, this is a bad point. So, sophisticated parts is good parts, but they are kind of missing the wildness. Am I right to think you live in Berlin now?、Mm-hmm. So, can you give me an example of how Berlin sounds in contrast to Tokyo? I feel like a lot of artists in Berlin, somehow, we, I feel like we know how to control the wildness. And I'm very happy actually I got it. Since I moved here. Maybe before, as Japanese, I could not do that. I did not know how to show the over the top sounds, but still not red light.、Mm-hmm. But、uh, I don't know, one day I start to open, like my brain, like, boom, opened. And、uh, maybe I have more headspace for the limitation. And.、Uh, I really enjoy like, to what do you say, control the wild animals' sounds, like, sounds like, almost like as wild animals. But <laughs> actually, yesterday I was talking with my friend, he's a sound engineer, and、uh, I asked him, Do you think am I right or not? But maybe you guys know how to control the wild animals who is actually an artist in Berlin. <laughs> And they said, maybe this is right. <laughs> so, so it's not only my opinion now. <laughs> maybe you can write a handbook on how to control the wild animal artists. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you were talking about opening your brain. So,、uh, can you open your brain now and tell me some of the artists, <laughs> the artists from, from your genre who inspire you over the last few years that, that we can listen、uh... to? Yeah, actually, a lot of Rasta Noto label artists, I think they're kind of genius. And also, genius, and not only wildness, they have logic, like as Ryoji Keda. Also, I really respect Frank Blatchmeyer. Yeah, they are kind of quite genius people for me.
is Frank Brechneider signed to Rasta Nutton? Actually, he's one of the founder of Rasta Nutton. Oh, okay, right. And is that a is that a Berlin-based record label? Yes. And and what what ident what is the identity of that music? Would you say? Maybe in general, it's like a scientific, unscientific approach to the music, mm-hmm. and but still yet danceable also, mm-hmm. and uh, very super clean sound, but not too light, but heavy. Yeah. Okay. So it has a it has a lot of personality. Yeah. Yes. And and how important how important is dancing for you? Mm, it's very important for me actually. I don't know. I have I don't have any reason, but since I was a child, already I like to see the people dancing. And uh, sometimes in my life, I used to collect only the dancing people's movie from a lot of films, from different cult culture and country and different type of movie. I only collected the dancing parts and I was just watching that and it was one of my entertainment. <laughs> one one more question about that. What where what do you think are the differences between uh dancing in Tokyo and dancing in Berlin? Ah, uh, I see. Hmm. It's different. I think basically, obviously, European people are better at dancing. <laughs> Not obviously. I think so. <laughs> I think European people kind of start dancing when they are child. But in Japan, I think recently the little kids start to have dance lessons nowadays. But uh, Japanese people are a bit far away from dancing originally. It's a bit different on the generation, but now, now I think now kids dance a lot, but before it was not. But uh, even such a Japanese people can dance extremely hard when their tension got on, and uh, in that case they got crazy. So <laughs> they suddenly good at dancing. Um, can you tell me a little bit about what is happening next for you now that you? Uh, a sure twenty-four winner. What what does that mean, and and how does that impact your future? Actually, now I checked what kind of equipment sure has more. Before I already know about the earphone and headphone and microphone. Mm. Now I try to explore more, you know, equipment from sure. I understand you will have uh, some mentorship from Yuri Suzuki also. How does that make you feel? We start to talking on like on internet already. Yes. What mm. do you hope that you can learn from Yuri? Mm. Mm, maybe something which I have never think about. I want to get new idea, and I I'm so happy to know more different way of thinking or experience and I hope that experience will be brilliant and what does the future of gorgeous sounds hold for you mm, actually this is what I'm working on right now I always when I make a new album or EP or release I try to put 
every experience, every element I try to put. So for the next release, I want something gorgeous, but also very logical, but still wild. I try to make. So I, yeah, I'm working on that now. So it will be hopefully gorgeous. What do you think the future of experimental music sounds like? Mm, not sure, but like when I see the past development or change of changing of the experimental music, it's getting more intense with a lot of development of the equipment, more sharp and intense, and going to the new dimension. And sometimes it's showing us totally new world. For example, the science fiction movie, like when the science fiction movie is released, it's about future, so we don't have that in the real world yet. But after many years, we have that already in the world. So probably experimental music will be also like the science fiction, which we are watching right now, probably. So I will see you in another dimension. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm so happy to see another dimension as while I'm alive. <laughs> so I really encourage, I, I really hope a lot of um, audio equipment company develop their technique, technology. I want them yeah, to work a lot. <laughs> Head to 24.shore.com for more interviews, articles and in-depth features. Shore24 is a partnership between Shore, the world's leading audio equipment manufacturer, and Mixcloud, the global community for audio culture. 